so what happens is it sort of dehumanizes us and dehumanizes those people to a point where people are treated right. more like a commodity. So like Definitely. you can literally sort people into yes and no by a simple swipe. And so mm. you're no longer like a person with a story and value. what is that based on? Like, value. oh, his forehead's too big or like he doesn't have a, like you just said, yeah. people are becoming commodified. Or, no, no fats, no femmes, no Asians. No Asians. You're listening to This QPOC Life, a podcast that looks at the world through the lens of a queer person of color. Yes, it is Halloween season. So, the witch books, the astrologies, the gargoyles, and the tarot cards are in full effect. All this month, we are going to be talking about some scary topics. And what better way to start with ghost stories? Today, we're going to be discussing ooky, spooky things. I've summoned three incredible judges from the astral plane today. Please welcome to the table. Hi, everyone. My name is Carlos Rios. You can catch me online at Trey Fabulo. My pronouns are he, she, they. Hers is and are Hispanic Heritage Month spotlight feature on Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. Future Oscar winner. Next. You may call me Jolie, that is Joe with no E, and if you need me, that is how you will find me around the internet. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, and diamond certifications. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that applies to stakes, right? Felt aspirational, yes. Music. Music. Applicable. And stakes. <laughs> Did you say steak? I thought it was stakes. <laughs> Diamond certified Trump steaks. <laughs> Trump, no, nothing. no, not on this. Cancel, that is, this no, is called this coupon no, life. Not this Trump life. We're like rhinestone not certified. This mega life. What is going on? <laughs> anyway, all of you aside, because none of you matter. Hi, users. My oh, name is bitch. Zachary Aris. If you need me, Google me. Because if you can't Google me, you don't deserve me. Huh. You're also what not you, Googleable. What are your pronouns? Yes, I am Googleable. My pronouns are open wide, um, and mm, my Google legs. searching kind of like something else. And <laughs> my DMs and my pronouns are open. That was <laughs> and your labia are that, fully open and relaxed. In terms of open legs, that was your self care segment last week. Excuse me, I will not be judged. Uh, I Jonathan, a little shade. I did. Speaking of what I felt, I am Jonathan, a.k.a. Blasian FMA, and those I'm giving you Lizzo segues right now. <laughs> You're feeling good as hell, honey. <laughs> he, him, his pronouns. And this is the, the award-winning This Cupac. What just happened? This Cupac life. segment here we go come deep on dish. deep dish if we're talking about spirits we have to talk about ghosts mm. and if we're talking about ghosts we ghost. have to well no not on tonight because this Christ. is halloween month halloween now, <laughs> if there's one thing halloween. Love, it's halloween <laughs> <laughs> so we have to talk about one of the, the most favorite activities of queers and millennials ghosting Ooh. Well, so when was the last time you were ghosted or were the ghost of yourself? Mix Rios, your question. Oh, wow. Um, she came right for you. I completely blacked out. I can't remember a thing. 
so I have a lot of experience with ghosting, sadly, as someone who does date um, and dating in New York is like, I've described it to someone as, and I may have even said it on this podcast, it is the equivalent of climbing up a heap of trash to find the shiniest piece of trash somewhere. Mm. Um, and so it's, it's wow. tough. Right, I know. It's a good thing I'm not jaded. Um, so for me, I probably have two things that that are very big and ghosting in my life in terms of people that I've dated. So one, we never were actually boyfriends, but we were friends. Well, we met online, then we hung out, then it kind of turned into more of a friends thing. Then I caught feelings. Then I told this guy that I had feelings for him. Then slowly over time, like we would hang out less, we would text less until finally like it was just... We were no longer in each other's lives. He also got a boyfriend. So just gone. And now to this day, like, and I, I blocked him first from socials and then I unfriended, like unblocked him, but like unfriended him, whatever. So like now I have no idea what he's doing. Uh, He lives in my neighborhood. So I'm surprised that I never run into him, but I'm always kind of like a ghost story. Well, we ghosted each other, right? Like we stopped, Mm. we stopped messaging each other we stopped being part of each other's lives after being so intimately connected for such a long time so for me that's coasting um and i'm and he is kind of that little spirit that i'm always like kind of like looking for whenever i like leave my Mm. apartment i'm like oh is he going to be down the street or is he going to be at this bar so that's a little that's one version the other haunted i am haunted that's a haunting oh my the other version is I, I'm gonna light a candle for you tonight. Shit. There's this guy. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. I need all of the santeria, brujeria, whatever you got. Um, Our orishas are working overtime. Thank you. I need them in alignment. I need them in order. I need my chakras cleared. Uh, Namaste. Thank you. I hate you. You are a garbage Trash. human. <laughs> the other one is there's this guy that I met online again because you know I love meeting men online. And we hung out for a while, then stopped seeing each other. Then like a year and a half later, he came out of the woodworks, hang out again, stopped seeing each other. He actually allegedly came to our PAO performance allegedly. last year. Did he tell you that he came? Yeah. Well, he, I invited him to come. He came, well, he allegedly came. I don't really know if he came. And then afterwards I was looking for him and I couldn't find him. And then he texted me like, Way after the fact, I was like, I'm so sorry. I had a family emergency. I had to leave right after. And I was like, this sounds like profound bullshit. So, and then a- you checked the ticket sales and you found. Right. No, I didn't. You know what? At that point, I was just like, you know what? I release you into the fucking universe and I'm done with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, those are my ghost stories. Does someone else have something just to make me feel less shitty about my dating misadventures? Well, let's just unpack that. Real sure. Quick. I feel yeah. like on this podcast, we should respond to the things yeah. people say. Well, <laughs> Great. Like Nobody wants over. to say anything back. Okay. Uh, well, well, what I would say, Carlos, is that like to your point about New York, like same, like as as someone who also like came here, I've realized that in New York City, trying to find someone, it's almost that no one will form a true commitment with another person because in the back of their mind, they're like, "I live in the greatest city in the world," quote unquote. There's always going to be someone better right. it's literally a saying slightly, it's yeah. the BBD, a saying mm-hmm. that says new york is a city full of tens looking for an 11 it, exactly my mm-hmm. experience is that it's more like a, a city full of sixes thinking they're a 10 <gasps> looking for 11 truth, truth? 
There we go. However, <laughs> for me, it's like the opposite end. Whereas Carlos does actively date, I have a daughter that you all know. Uh, and every time I see him, he'll be like, "How's your dating life going?" I'm like, "Damon, like the last time you asked me this, uh, <laughs> I love that you just name. I didn't. It doesn't matter." Ding. <laughs> uh, he'll be like, he'll like weekly. He'll ask, and I'll be like, "I'm not dating. I am not like searching for people mm. at all." If someone hits me up on Grinder. And if I'm feeling like hooking up, then maybe. But like people hit me up, and I don't even really follow through with that. So like for me, so you want the bread, but you don't want to sow the seeds. I for really the wheat. don't want the bread sometimes. So I don't know what's. Let me rephrase that. You want really the cake, but you don't want to harvest the sugar. Half the time, Zach. <laughs> you want <laughs> the milk, but you, you don't want to buy the cow. <laughs> Not there shopping. are so many metaphors flying around my brain. So you want, <laughs> <laughs> but to keep it back on ghosting, like mm, I guess I've been the ghost, like in a grinder situation where like people will be like, "I'm here," and I'm just I'm, I'm that Donald Duck gif of him going to sleep and like, oh. responding. But have you? But they live like 300 feet away, so it's not like bad. They could just walk home. But have you ever been in a situation? Like for the for the other people at the table, have you ever been in a situation where someone has either stopped responding to you that you did have some sort of connection with, or you did that to someone? Well, I did the oh, been in a connection. No, not for me. But I do have a daughter, and we can segue right into my little story that I'm going to tell. Ooh, here we do go. Tell. Um, here we go. This is actually no. Pour I'm not, not going to say this isn't Demond. This is my other because you know I'm all my children. All my um, children, honey. <laughs> and okay, Susan, giving, giving you daytime realness, honey. And as we uh, reached out to our audience and asked on social media for ghost stories, my other daughter uh, responded, and I was like, you know what, this is a really good story. So I'm just going to tell it, like, um, without mentioning the name, um, basically, remember last year when NBC did Jesus Christ Superstar Live oh, with John yeah, Legend? Oh, when John Legend and couldn't Sarah hit Burrows. the notes, yeah. Oh, and our friend Michael Kilgore was in there? Yes, oh, dancing, Michael! Dancing his ass off, literally. <laughs> Doing so good. Mm -hmm. That's like right when he was starting keto. <laughs> he just started touring with India Uri. Yeah, I saw it. She yeah. hit his DMs up. Yep. That was I amazing. Was, well, like, whoa. So, um... Basically, uh, when you go to those live events, they don't tell you where it's going to happen because otherwise people could show up. And NBC was like, no, like right. anybody. So they had to meet at BAM, Brooklyn Academy of Music, which is right around the corner from Brick. Who had to meet at BAM? Your uh, daughter and? Yeah, daughter and date. And like anybody else who was like getting tickets to go to this location, which it was later revealed it was in Williamsburg. That's oh. where they recorded it. Um so Dada gets there like three hours early to get in line so to ensure that he gets tickets uh, because it was going to be in the other boy's name and he was somewhere in the Upper East Side. Mm -hmm. Do you know like two minutes before they were about to open the door to give tickets, this boy texts him, my daughter, and is like, I'm not going to be able to make it. Like what? Meanwhile, daughter had just gotten back from like, London right. and was sick like I was taking care of him in my apartment and I was uh. like you shouldn't go out you sound and look horrible and he was like I really like this guy so like then I had to be mother and like be like just come back we'll watch it live on NBC I'll feed you chicken soup I'll make some therapy <laughs> for you Damn. Blah, blah 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 but like he was super tore up about it and like that's trash like ghosting mm. is trash like I don't understand how people set up a day and I see it on Facebook for my, with our friends and stuff um mm -hmm. and i see where people like show up to places and then they say like the person just didn't show up like i've never been in that situation mm -hmm. but that seems super shitty oh i think that maybe to a point maybe it's also the sign of the times like we live in an era where 
Call if, me old bitch. <laughs> if saying all if, the young people do it. No, think think about it with like with your phone. You can text people uh, anything you want, and you can lie however you want, and you don't have to see the look in their face when mm. something bad happens, or when you have to share bad news. So you can say if it's like. Oh, like I might have had like a little cold today or like, oh, like I'm a little cold or like I'm a little hot. Like you can just text your friends and say like, oh, I can't make it because of X. It's so easy now to cancel on things and be flighty or flaky. Whereas before, like if you made a plan and you were like, meet me here at this time and then you didn't show up, you would lose a friend. Right, because it was a whole like if you needed yeah. to call, then you had to call the pay phone. You had to mm-hmm. use a pay phone to call the business and ask them if the mm-hmm. person was there. Yeah, but in that situation, it's easier to just not show up because true. But then that relationship is broken. Here, you can kind of do it, and it's kind of like, oh well, great, I haven't left the house anyway, so I'll just stay home. You know? I suppose. What do you mean, JoJo? Like, if if we were in 1995, <laughs> ooh, in the midst of Clinton, and I was like, we should meet up at a bubble. diner. Like well, what? Did, well, well, let me ask. I wouldn't like, do what that did to my do? friends. Well, but not, like, but like what, what was the thing though? Like, what would they do if someone just didn't show up? We have to. We someone Keep from the Gen reservation. X. Gen X. Someone from Gen X or <laughs> the Boomers. That's what we need to find out. Right? How did they handle like ghosting? Ghosting. Like back then, they didn't have a name for it back then, probably. But no, it's like if it's, it's, no, it means getting up. stood up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. if you were stood up, that's like oh friendship. Unless someone has like a reason of like. I was hit by a car, or my mother died, right. or something. Then, like, and like you wouldn't know about it until you got home and you checked your your, your answering machine. machine. <laughs> oh, God. A, a sad rom com yeah. of like, I don't know. It like, was called Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Helen Hunt walks back into her apartment and plays her voicemail. <laughs> oh, that's why he didn't show up, yeah. right? But I've seen a lot of things online recently too, just around how technology in particular has made it so easy to just cut to the chase and go directly like hooking up and Mm -hmm. hookup culture and creating when you like think of something I don't want to name specific apps but you know there are apps that you swipe for people right Mm -hmm. so it makes it creates it's so what happens is it sort of dehumanizes us and dehumanizes those people to a point where people are treated more like a commodity so like you can literally sort people into yes and no by a simple swipe and so Mm -hmm. you're no longer like a person with a story and value forehead's too big or like he doesn't have a or his nose is too big or wrong eye color like you like you just said people are becoming commodified no, no fats, no femmes, no Asians. No Asians, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because now those people who are doing the swiping are are like trying to find their perfect version of a human before even knowing them. Mm-hmm. Right. And Ooh. it's usually yeah, and you're right. It it is usually based on physical attributes. Yeah. Right? Um. I mean, I'll be honest that I do have a filter on many of my applications because I have a height that minimum. That says what? Oh, that's a height minimum. Okay. You oh, have to be at least six two to board that ride. Exactly, and it's an exclusive ride. Um, <laughs> it's a Girl. lovely train. Um, uh, I will say, <laughs> train? A train. Oh, you into Girl. trains? Look, look, the train. she, I've ridden a midnight train to Georgia Hello. from time to time. You mean Hello. you are the midnight train to Georgia? <laughs> She's, I'm running on all five cylinders at any hour. So it. What I will say too with my relationship with ghosting is that I think. I can assign some of the blame to New York and how the city is, but I also have to take responsibility for my own actions. I will do this thing where I will meet people um, and I never save numbers. And I think that sometimes I don't save numbers 
when we get to texting phases because I'm like, oh, well, like, will I need to save this number? And it's created a weird dynamic where it's easier to forget people. And also few of these things ever go far. That's because living in New York is so transient. Mm-hmm. Like life changes very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And you're able to be anywhere you want very easily. Yeah. And you can change your environments very easily. So on the flip side of that, because we are not just New York centric for our listeners, I do know that um, there's like a running thing in non-New York places and probably not non-urbanized places, or at least a way of thinking. It's like when you get a hold of one, mm-hmm. meaning someone that's queer as well, mm-hmm. you hold on to them. Love the one like, you're with, right, honey. Exactly. Aretha right. saying about it. Thank you, Miss Franklin. Thank you. <laughs> But so I wonder if, like, that is part of the discussion then. Like, is, like, what is the proportion of ghosting to large coastal cities versus, mm-hmm. like, smaller markets? Smaller markets. Um, uh, well, I was from a smaller area. Like, Detroit isn't as big as, and, and so are you. Um, but, like, in, in my experience that people really did latch on and people would find committed relationships and they would really hold on to them. And even in, even in flightier gay or queer spaces that like, no, like people founded these relationships and that like, it was way more committed. Whereas I feel like since I moved to New York, I don't see as many super committed relationships, which is upsetting. Well, yeah, because well, you can just sample everything and everybody and there's another D to have. Whereas in those mm, other places, like mm-hmm. you got to lock the D down and nobody else can have the D. That's true. And part of it, I think, is also just that you can be surrounded by so many different kinds of people on yeah. any given day living in New York true. where like, you know, like the, the, the four of us being involved with the PAO. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. just Monday. Yeah. What oh, happens God. the other days of the week? What other groups are we involved with? What other group, what right. other people are we mm-hmm. being surrounded by? Mm-hmm. Whereas you get outside here and those opportunities and the number of groups available just start dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. And so you just, you see the same people all the mm-hmm. time if you're going to queer spaces. Mm. And so you just start to get to know the same people versus having so many different connections to all, to different people depending on where you are now so let's let's i want to talk about that and before we have to cut to talk about all the other shit that we got to get through today <laughs> I, I, I want to ask you the question jojo so wait a second so if we're talking about friend groups has mm-hmm. anyone here ever ghosted a platonic friend or had to cut a platonic friend out of their life like oh that? yeah I'm a yeah. I'm a native New Yorker. I've done it every five years. Hello. <laughs> They're a native New Yorker. But but honestly, just like and part of it has just also just been my exploration of myself. And just as I have learned more about myself, I have had to just leave certain people behind. Like when I got angry, like just to take it back even earlier, like when I decided that I couldn't be at church anymore. I literally walked out on a Friday night after mm. youth service. So you holy ghosted. Ne- I ho- <laughs> See, there we go. Full circle moment. I holy ghosted. There we right go. Out of that Dallas BBQ. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So sorry. Don't slap the table. table. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I left that Friday evening and I never went back. I never spoke to anyone there's a couple of people I've run into every now and then who are now also either out or they're just not at all involved with church or religion. But yeah, I just 
never. <laughs> mm. And then even after after that, just like I haven't really like I can't tell you the last time I spoke to anybody from my high school, from like M, like our our mutual friend Ember, yeah. like uh, other than another random person from went to school with Ember college. Yeah. Ember and I went to had college, college classes. Together? Together. Oh, okay. And then after I left college, because my financial aid crapped out, I didn't keep in contact with anyone else. Mm. And right now I'm only in touch with a couple of them, Ember being one and another friend of mine. Mm. Um, But it's just living here, it's so easy to just stop being around the same group of people and the same friends just because your lives go in completely different directions even though you live within traveling distance of each other. See, you know, in all honesty, like, because I'm now thinking about all the times that that's happened in my life, and frankly, like, all of this talk of ghosts, of frightening spirits, of... Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Unchristian things. It's like, it's literally, it's just too scary for me. So let's just take a quick breath for some ancestral healing <laughs> we're gonna take a break we're gonna align our, our chakras our legs get or our, whatever get our 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 we're gonna order. get our orishas working thank you all the time. time and when we come back let's check in on ourselves So, if you are listening for the first time, you may not know the power of a self-care check-in. Hello. Each week, we like to take a moment and ask each other, how you doing? Because (laughs) the simple act of mental health check-ins amongst queer people of color is an act of revolution. Thank you. So, Jonathan, how is your week? Ooh. I am trying to recover from this ugly thing that has just manifested itself in my body. Why you got to talk about me like that? <clears throat> Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, oh, oh my! When you said ugly thing that's manifested, I was like, is it? But I said in, in my body. body. Oh, in your body. So that would not be Never you. Never mind. Cut, cut that out. <laughs> nope, keep it in. No. Um, well. <laughs> well, I think maybe if you listen to last week's episode, you'll hear that I was coming down with something in my voice. And now you probably hear it. And I'm like always turning away and going... <clears throat> And all this, so sorry, that's me in the mic. But um, yeah, I'm just it's it's not like a sore throat, and it doesn't hurt, and I'm not tired like sick. Mm-hmm. But my voice it just disappeared at PAO on Saturday, and then I couldn't sing Monday, but I wanted to be there for attendance. Um, and so I'm just like trying to make it through. At one point, the stuff was just coming up mucus, and it was like mucus from those TV commercials. Like I never mm. realized that mucus <sighs> looked like that. I was like, "What did they?" Oh, like the deep yellowy. No, it was no. like green Purple? blobs. Oh, and I was like, "This is the shit that you see on those Mucinex commercials when they live in your lungs, and Ew. then the tornado comes and throws." I always wondered why they depicted mucus like that. Because I I've never that's when seen you're it. Really, really sick. And I guess that's it. So I'm like, okay, that was that's what I'm going through. Um, other than that, you know, just um, uh, doing great things and just working Come on greatness on some art stuff. Hello. And I'll talk about it at a later date. Ooh, okay. So um, I love greatness. Yes, Zach. How about you? Oh me. Oh, gosh. Um, my week I think could be. Described into two different buckets, so I'll keep it brief. So in one bucket, it was just my mind, and um, it was a very busy week with the news at work, 
And then it was also a great week in that regard because ooh the news ooh the news the it's news. been it's been a news cycle uh, um, oh my uh, but also you know uh, we released this video we did at DragCon and it was really fun um, it really just reaffirmed that like your talent thank you well. <laughs> It was good. It was very cute. It was Thank very you. good. I, Whose idea was it to have the, your company's name walking by? Because that was really funny, that opening shot. Uh, thank you. I I don't want to say that I'm demanding and domineering in those situations. <laughs> but I. I just I just know what will look good, and I know what will read and what will be funny, and I apply it. That, even, that yeah. moment between you and the vixen, oh I screamed. <laughs> I'm full of semen, <laughs> but they cut out. They cut out the funny part, which was she walked away. Like so, when the camera whip pans back over, she's yeah, gone. she's gone. <laughs> uh, well, regrettably, like we only had like, and there were other queens that we talked to that we weren't able to include. So I'm hoping that we'll release those interviews uh, mm. in their entirety. I need to see the full Gia Gun interview. Oh my god, she was Gia, and the Vixen and Nina, all of them, and Blair too. Like. All of them, honestly, I loved. But like the the four of them, I was just like, no, they're like, you are all like, just absolutely incredible. Um, on the other hand, with um, my physical form, um, so I'm on, now on day six of embarking on this keto life. Yes, everyone on board. I, I feel, except me. <laughs> look, uh, one There's by one for you, baby, at the table. We're one, working on you. One by one, um, brick by brick. The- <laughs> Step by step, um, it it's very difficult because on Wednesday, after a couple days of being on it, I had this nightmare about rice and how much much I missed it and how much I loved it. But I think that uh, this keto life is a temporary step that I would like to take for a few months to reevaluate my relationship with food and just figure out what works best for me and what joy I'm getting from certain things. Um, it's very difficult because in my mind, I know that when I look at a salad, I'm just like, I have no desire to eat that. But like once I get it and I, I'm eating it, I'm like, this is lovely. But that's neither here nor there. Jolie. Yes. How was your week? My week was significantly better than last week. Yay. Come on, better. Um, I, did, I did have a moment this week. I, I will admit to y'all there was there was a couple of days where I was just like, back and forth with tears and spent a little time in just like uh we're not contemplating self-harm but my mind was thinking about it mm. um and i didn't go there thankfully <laughs> but um after after dealing with that and just sort of like centering myself for a couple days i i'm feeling more level-headed i'm feeling better my my i don't feel like there's this this cloud hanging over me anymore um, and I've gotten a couple of messages from some of our listeners just being super supportive um, and uh, just sending love my way. And I just appreciate that so much. And it's just like it, it, it's almost easy to forget how because we do this in this little room and it's the four of us just like how what we do here just like impacts so many people and that people really are listening and that mm-hmm. there are people out there who do care about us quite a bit. And so I'm just, I want to say thank you to our, our listeners for being here with us and including us and calling us your family. Um, so thank you. But um, 
what was so what happened to me this week that was interesting over the summer my sister actually um suggested that I do some research into uh, attention deficit disorder and as I and I've been doing that sort of research and I've and I been thinking about like what my patterns of behavior have been throughout my life and this week I I did I was doing more research about it and I was just like wow I don't want to it's like self-diagnose myself with sure. with uh, a mental health I don't want to call it a disorder because it doesn't as I read about it it doesn't seem like a disorder oh, yeah. that much mm-hmm. so much is just like wow I think this is how my brain operates mm. and in reading a lot of the suggestions about how you can stay ahead of of having attention deficit hyperactive disorder, um, a lot of it just made sense to me. Yeah. And I feel like I have these these tools to actually work with now because, like, you know, y'all know, like, I'm not, because I, I don't have regular employment right now, um, it's difficult for me to, to think about insurance and talking to a doctor or a psychiatrist about um, getting medication or just like officially diagnosing me with with um, ADHD. But just just reading about it and understanding that, hey, this n- might not necessarily be just that there's I have a lack of discipline or I have this or because of that. But things that as I take a look at it over the course of my entire life just makes a whole lot more sense. (laughs) And I just I feel like just like a light bulb went off. Yeah. And I I just feel like now I can I can do something about it, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) No, I mean, like, like, that's beautiful because like it also just helps you then even at a base level, like say, okay, mm-hmm. and now now that I understand some ways to cope and build from that, mm-hmm. it just, it's like a pressure release. It's sort of, it's That's almost- exactly what happened. It's almost like, like I don't want to like draw a comparison between astrology, but it's also like finding something that helps you better understand yourself Yes, is just like, okay, I've shed that and now I can go on and tackle X, Y, and Z. Yes. In a way. Yes. And sometimes to slay the demons, you have to name the demon, right? It's true. Right? And understand what it is. It's true. Oh, is that in the Bible? That was a good quote. It's not, but I am very <laughs> biblical. Speaking but, of speaking of the Testament, right? <laughs> the Book of Carlos. <laughs> this has been a really fun week. Um, we've been very very busy at the office. We actually have, unfortunately, there's some negative things that are going to be happening in my workplace in the next like month, which I'm not looking forward to. And I have to support it just because like it's the business and we have to make difficult decisions. And so uh, I'm going to let everyone read in between the lines about what that means. Uh, but there's been a lot of preparation work that I've been helping support the team on. And so, you know, that's where my strengths come into play and in helping create as good of an experience as we can, even though we know it's going to not be a great experience for everybody. So that's been a lot of work this week. There was a really nice, fun thing that happened at work this week. So we took, um, it's called Insights Discovery, which is actually a um, psychometric tool that helps assess uh, energy and personality and communication styles at work. And yeah. so you can be, in, because we're like a design-oriented company, it's, right. it's perfect because it's it's about colors and color energy versus about like personality types or like Myers-Briggs where it's like four letters or, you know, using like a DISC on the disc assessment. So you can be sunshine yellow 
You can be cool blue, you can be fiery red, or you can be earth green. And you actually have all of those polarities inside of you. It's just which ones do you lead with and where do you have more energy? Mm -hmm. And so this may be very hard for everyone to believe, but I am a high sunshine yellow. Um, That aligns with my perception of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) And so I got my personality profile. Actually, um, I was supposed to get it yesterday, but unfortunately there was an error with some of the printing. And so then I ended up getting it today and I was reading it and just sort of digesting it. And again, in a very similar way to what Jojo was talking about. So it resonated with me, just like knowing and understanding yourself and understanding where you like affirming the things about yourself that you know that are true and then questioning maybe some of those things you're not sure about um, and then being open to thinking about things in different ways mm-hmm. it was really nice and then I, I I'll share it with you Jojo later but I shared it a little bit earlier in the pre-show with um Zach and with Jonathan and they definitely were like this is you down. <laughs> like down boots so that was really fun because we did a workshop yesterday with the whole team and we talked about the different polarities so I really enjoyed it. I, I can't uh, I can't recommend it enough. Mm. I love that. Thank you. I love that for you because it really just says that it said, I remember, she likes to read in quotation marks. Oh, yeah. I'm really, <laughs> one of the things is I'm really good at reading people. <laughs> oh, I mean. So, I and mean. I was like, in every aspect of that word, huh? <laughs> I live. With that, you all, our group seance comes to a close. Special thank you. <laughs> a seance? Have we said in France? Where seance? We are from? Seance? Originally, seance? 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 A very special thank you to our ancestors, first and motherfucking foremost. Thank you. Our spirit friends and every one of you ghosts and ghouls out there, except that devil bitch Svetlana. Mm. I'm Zach. I'm Jolie. I'm Carlos. I'm Jonathan. And this is the award-winning This Q-Pop. Why do we keep on getting cut off, bitch? Wait, 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 wait. Is that that evil white lady from season two that we defeated? Girl, her name is Svetlana, and we fought her for like two years. Remember that rude woman who worked here that wouldn't give us some damn Okay, wait, micro- wait, wait, wait. Hold up. We need to save, pause, 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 save the game. We got to get out of here in white supremacy, y'all. So let's go. This Q-Pod Life. This episode of This Cupac Life was recorded at Brick Arts Media in downtown Brooklyn, New York. Music and editing is by Joe Lee. That's me. And I'm available for hire. Remember, <laughs> book them. Remember, you can talk to us at This Cupac Life on social media and on our website, www.thiscupac.life. That's thiscupac.life. If you enjoyed the show, please share us with your friends and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Google, or whatever has a star rating and whatever is the most stars you can give us. Do that. Thank you. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page for as little as $1 a month. That's a dollar slice, y'all. You can become a patron of This QPOC Life. You can invest in this podcast and help us continue to create quality content by and for QPOC. Thank you for being a part of This QPOC Family.